Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy explores the challenge of aspirations. Welcome. In the last episode, I talked about aspirations, and particularly the aspirations referred to as the four limitless ones. Basically, these aspirations, the four limitless ones, are uh, the aspiration for deep-rooted happiness, less miserableness, more appreciation, and more stability for all beings, ourself and all beings. So aspirations are planting positive seeds in our mind, and we're doing that repeatedly as a way of shifting deep-rooted habits of mind where so often we, we do want happiness, but we don't really care about the deep-rooted happiness so much, and we don't care that much about happiness for others. So much of our habitual thinking tends to be thinking about ourselves first, and the aspirations, the four limitless ones, are thinking of others. But that includes ourselves, but not focusing, centering, protecting, and defending whatever happiness or reduction of misery simply for our own well-being. Aspirations like this, are, I think, are based on the recognition that so many great acts, or even small acts, benevolent or hateful, whatever kind, really stem from simple thoughts in our mind. So why not put benevolent and visionary and noble thoughts in our mind? Why not put some of those in there, take up some of our mental space, and see what comes of it? At the same time, a cynic or person like me could say, well... Yeah, it's great to have a lot of nice thoughts, but who cares? Or there's an old saying that says, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. So the sense of, well, wishes don't necessarily bear any fruit. And in fact, they could be delusional in the sense that just by thinking nice thoughts, we could feel so good about ourselves that we never have to, to do the hard work of actually trying to make any of that happen. So aspirations, such as the four limitless ones, kind of lay out a challenge. How to take those aspirations and ground them in reality, how to manifest them and live up to those aspirations in our daily life and in our life journey. What kind of commitment and in what way do we work with aspirations like that? And here comes the notion of where to begin, and where to begin is always with your own immediate direct experience. Begin with yourself. Begin with looking at your own self and looking at what are the obstacles to actually accomplishing those aspirations and other aspirations. And that means looking at our own experience in a different kind of way, in an honest but not harshly judgmental way, in a, in a way that is curious but brave enough to look at what blocks those qualities in us. What is it that blocks our wish for others to be happy? What is it that blocks our own happiness? What blocks our desire for others to be less miserable? In order to uncover this, we need to make a commitment to an honest assessment of our own thoughts, actions, behaviors, preferences, and blind spots. We need to take a survey, so to speak, of those aspects within us that really block our progress on the path and, and in some ways cover over or block our heart our awareness, and our kindness, and our openness. This is not so easy because I think we're used to kind of hiding our flaws. We're embarrassed about our flaws, embarrassed about our mistakes, and so much of the world demands that we present our best face as though there's nothing in undercurrents below the surface. 
when in fact there always are. And it also takes courage because there's so much pressure to create kind of a false self in order to please others or to fit in or to be seen a certain way. So really sitting down and looking without bumping ourselves up or also without beating ourselves up, there's a sense of just dispassionate kind of a survey of what's underlying. How do our thoughts really work? How are our priorities really showing up? Not what we say our priorities are, but how we actually live, the kind of thoughts we actually have, what we do with our life. What does that really reflect? So a sense of looking within and beginning kind of a sorting process, I suppose you could say, looking at what seems to further and what seems to obtrude upon our well-being and our benevolence. As we dig around in the murk and the multi-level layers of our opinions and biases and shortcomings, it's pretty messy material sometimes. So it takes an underlying kind of positive attitude to be able to face what's so negative and harmful. But really what it's all about, and it's so much of a foundation of a path altogether, is taking the time to kind of a personal review. Personal review. This means instead of trying to be perfect, actually inviting in and recognizing and digging up our imperfections, not in a harsh way, but the only way to be liberated from them is to address them and to invite them in and examine them. So often, if we don't like what we see, we prefer not to see it anymore. And it just lurks there beneath the surface, fermenting and waiting its time to pop up unexpectedly. So working with aspirations, like the four limitless ones, kind of lays down a challenge for us. It's such a noble thing to have aspirations like that. But as soon as we express them, it leads us to look at the contrast between aspirations and our actual reality, our actual behavior. So planting aspirations sets a challenge or lays down a gauntlet. When we see the disconnect between our aspirations and our reality, it gives us something to work with, some way to kind of bridge that gap, to allow the power of the aspirations to bubble up. We can see this kind of interplay if you were to look from the other direction, from your behavior to your aspirations. If someone observed your behavior, what would that say about what your real aspirations are? Looking at your behavior and what you value in your life, what does that say about what your true aspirations really are? So basically, by planting these positive aspirations, the goal is actually a transformation of how those aspirations are manifested in our lifestyle and in our activities and are working to benefit ourselves and all beings. So day by day, we're working with the intersection between aspirations and our reality, our behaviors. We're working with the interplay of the two, uh, and we're doing that repeatedly over and over. Aspirations aren't something you do like a New Year's resolutions. There's something that you do every day, and every day that gives you a chance to look at how you might want to live your life and how you might better manifest the aspirations that you hold deeply in your heart. So aspirations and behavior and its interplay leads to a very positive and challenging means of self-assessment and personal review, which is really uh, an important part of the path. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, 
or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.